Welcome to a new conversation with Khani and Peretz. It was meaningful for us to share in the last podcast about bringing forth the ugly parts of ourselves and the darker parts of ourselves, um, encapsulating what Teshuvah really means, which is returning back to ourselves. In this week's one, we'd like to explore that further in the context of being able to do this with someone else. It's one of the best ways to learn the importance of um, sharing one's whole self when we have to share it with someone in an intimate way. We can't deceive someone with whom we have a healthy, intimate relationship with. So when there are parts of ourselves that perhaps at first we try to ignore or put aside because we don't want to face them and or want to impress someone else, after a period of time it gets really difficult to you know keep that lid on the box, um, and another functioning person will also get a sense that there's more, just like you're going to get a sense that there's more of the other person, because many people, most people have layers in how they live. So there can't be a measure of deception over here. And this could be, you know, after a month or a year or two, but a long-term committed relationship really is a wonderful stomping ground for learning how to bring forth all the aspects of ourselves and another reason why is that when we name it and we share it with someone whom we trust they're not going anywhere and so what we just named and you know swirling that in our heads and in our mouth and then hearing it drop the other person is still there and they're not going away and they're still loving us and trusting us like we should feel the same towards them and so it's not so ugly anymore in fact these um, struggles we have or the darker parts we have actually they are a valuable and critical part of who we are it's who we are they often have the richest stories and experiences that helped shape us and help propel us and so the other person is a wonderful way to experiment with this because we then become less afraid of this type of sharing i'd like to add to that that perhaps without the committed relationship the ability to uh bring our whole self forward and uh get deeper and grow is handicapped it's seriously lacking the capacity to do it well or to do it right and maybe perhaps this is why uh, there's a fear from a committed relationship is because uh, it requires us at a certain point in time to go there and that's not easy and it's not pleasant and to add even more uh, this is almost like perhaps the lifeblood of a committed relationship. What, in a certain sense, keeps a peer, a couple, together is when they go into those places alone or together. And that way, in a certain sense, you could say that's how they become a new person as a result of this committed relationship and where the relationship comes to life. 
because you can see the effect of the relationship in that it enabled one party or both parties to bring themselves forward. And like you said earlier, we are multi-layered. People are multi-layered. And this continues to grow and go and go deeper and deeper and deeper. And to some degree, it, it never ends. It, and therefore, it keeps it alive and, 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 and animated and rich for, I don't know, ever. Amen. I mean, after being married for 20 years. Soon, 20 years. <laughs> You're going to have to take that out. <laughs> I stop for a second. <laughs> after being married for over 19 years, I still find it very fascinating sometimes still unexpected, but so wonderful that there are parts of ourselves that, not that we were hiding, or maybe we were also, but we were doing that, but also that we continue to discover each other. I can speak for myself, or there's parts of myself that I never knew I had, or that I couldn't articulate well, that a committed relationship in a steady um, way has kind of chipped away at all the veneers and uh, and encourages um, discovery and sharing because it um, it allow it, it feeds the relationship like you said earlier and when something is fed it also becomes stronger and healthier. What I'm sharing is the tremendous value of a committed relationship and the gift that it brings to each person as individuals. Where it's not about helping the other person only, it's also about becoming better people as individuals and therefore the relationship benefits as well. But the foundation it's based on is committed. I want to explore that a bit. Yes. The committed means that you are all in. You are fully into this relationship and in a way you, there's no way out. In your head. In your like, like us living in Waltham. Yeah. <laughs> no, th- 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 and that commitment creates a certain tension, a certain pressure. Mm. But it's it's a type of pressure that motivates, that catapults you forward. It, it, so in a certain sense, it's a tension that, that creates an energy. But it's, it's not easy. It's not simple. I mean, it's simple. I will say that. It's simple, but it's not easy to be to make that commitment and, and basically means you need to bring yourself forward to the relationship and to the other person as if this is it and therefore you need to by being fully in there you need to work in there but it's about that commitment saying there's no way out there's no return and with that frame of mind or with that context then you could then you could push yourself forward into going into these places and and start bringing it forward and start sharing and growing yes it's true commitment is a very um big word it can sound very overwhelming and at times it certainly is there's many times in a marriage in a in a committed relationship um, between siblings or friends, but 
mostly with people who made the choice to commit, and that's the kind of relationship we're referring to, where they don't want it anymore. You know, the it's exhausting. It's exhausting and 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 hurtful and painful. But when the people, the couple, when I stayed in that tension, stayed in those overwhelming times, knowing that I'm not really going to just end all this. So I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay, and then I'm going to need to figure this out. Um, that brings in a new, a new morning for the relationship. So the commitment requires hard work, but it's also um, the, the food that feeds a relationship. And often when I'm learning with couples for their marriage, I kind of align God, the divine, with the idea of commitment, where it doesn't, make, it doesn't always make sense to stay in the marriage. It doesn't even necessarily make sense to commit to someone long-term, right? Rationally, it doesn't make sense. It's crazy. <laughs> However, there are things we need to do that don't make sense so that we could make sense of living. And having a kind of a... Th- commitment is like a third partner in this relationship. When both think this is crazy, both stay there just one minute longer and, and, and they work it out because we, we have a lot of strength that we can pull from. And, and God is similar where it doesn't make sense. We can't rationalize God. However, we're in this relationship, whether we like it or not, as Jewish people, and we have to stay in this tension, strangeness, pain, confusion, because it allows one to dig f- deeper and bring forth out something delightful. And that's really what you know, Rosh Hashanah yeah. is, Yom Kippur is. We're in this relationship, <laughs> whether we sweated and worked for it or didn't. But we could just kind of coast it, and that's an unhealthy relationship. Or we could explore it and work towards it and bring something stronger and more mature out. Well, in fact, just to add to what you beautifully just said, Rosh Hashanah, the theme is commitment. Rosh Hashanah is about us Mm. reaffirming our commitment to God, to the Abishter. It's not about repenting. Which, in a certain sense, repenting tshuva is what we spoke about last week, is what happens in the month of Elul. But in Rosh Hashanah, really all about making that commitment and reaffirming that commitment, making the choice to be in that commitment. And that is so important because everything happens within the context of that commitment. And moreover, like you just said, the commitment empowers us to have that connect that relationship uh, that growth that only can happen within uh, that commitment so let's have a wonderful year of commitment both with the divine and also in a very practical way with another human and whether one is just starting out whether one is wondering about this or whether one is in a committed relationship there are so many areas to move it forward and to live in a vibrant way because of that. We wish you all a Shana Tova Umetuka, a happy, healthy, sweet new year, success 
in your committed relationships, in strengthening your commitment, and growing within that commitment, both between you and a second person, you within yourself, and you and your relationship with God. Shana Tova. Thanks, everyone. If you would like to suggest a topic for a further podcast to explore, please reach out to us on anewconvo.com or on our Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash anewconvo. And if you're listening to this podcast, where clearly you are because you're hearing what I'm about to say, please rate our podcast on your favorite listening app, whether it's Apple, Google, or Spotify.